0: Hello there. You've discovered TalkZone.com, the best in Internet talk radio. Time for more Crime Time Live on TalkZone.com. Here's your host, criminal attorney Scott Weinberg.
1: Welcome back to the show. Here we are live on AM 1310, Progressive Talk Radio, carried uh, nationally on TalkZone.com. You can listen to us all over the uh, country on TalkZone.com from 11 to 12 Eastern Time, or you can go actually go to our website, WeinbergOnTheLaw.com, and catch out all our previous shows and basically covering all your rights here in uh, Michigan and across the country. We cover lots of different, lots of different things, including the current question of the day, should medical marijuana, should it be legal in the state of Michigan, or should we make it, quite frankly, use for recreational purposes? And, you know, it really creates a lot of debate, but I can tell you right now, just because something is a vice doesn't mean that can't be controlled by those who legally want to control it. We got uh, Johnson. Hey, Johnson, what do you got to have to say about that?
0: Well, I uh, I really wish it was legal. My, my son would be in a lot less trouble if that had happened.
1: Why? What happened to your son?
0: Well, he, he got stopped a couple of times uh, with a, a very small amount of uh, marijuana on him, and uh, and now it's uh, part of his record, but he's got a lot of other problems also.
1: How old was he when he got stuck?
0: Uh, I guess he was about 17, 18, I think, something like that.
1: But you see, there's got to be a control on that. I mean, even if you promote it, just like alcohol, I mean, really, who sh- who do you really believe that your 16- or 17-year-old should be drinking or smoking pot?
0: No, you know, uh, you know it, but, you know, we all, we've all we all it.
1: I mean, it's not that we didn't do it, let's yeah. face it. You know, when we were younger, too, they yeah. didn't stop us or they didn't throw us in jail, and they had, you know, we we might have had a beer in the car in 1976, and they pull us over, pour it out, and say, you know, get home or drive yeah. us home. You know, yeah. they don't do yeah. that anymore.
0: Right. The laws are different now, and they're, they're much tougher on these kids, and just to be honest with you, it's a, a lot tougher for the kids today than it was back when we were we
1: were kids. Yeah, but there's a lot, there's a lot more evidence, though, that that type of irresponsible behavior caused a lot of problems. You know, we just weren't aware. Hey, I was, listen, I was 16, 1978, 1977. I wasn't aware, wasn't even thinking at the time that drinking created deaths and caused the deaths of individuals. If I had the media campaign hit on me and the education that the kids have now, I don't think I would have done it. I know my parents wouldn't have let me do it. But back then, I don't think people were thinking about it.
0: Yeah, I think you're right about that, but uh, it's definitely uh, in the forefront today.
1: But in but terms that, of, well, with marijuana, you know, marijuana, why is it such a worse vice than smoking or than drinking?
0: I think it's a lot less, less than drinking, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I tell you, i a little experimenting myself when I was younger, and uh, I, I, I tell you, I, I was much safer with with uh, marijuana than I was with uh, alcohol, although uh, marijuana was
1: not my choice. See, it's not that, and that's where people, I think, make the big mistake. I'm not talking about driving while you're uh, under the influence of pot, which comes to its own new revelation of, of course, it can sit in your system for so long that you could be driving three weeks later and still get charged with the use and the driving under the influence of marijuana. So we've got to come up with different rules for that. But you drive after, you know, getting stoned three weeks later, you don't have those effects even though it's in your system. You drink and you drive three weeks later, you're not under the influence. But if you drive after you just got, you smoked, you're 28 years old and you got stoned and you're driving, your ability to drive can be impaired. Just like your ability to drive after drinking, you know, three shots of tequila. You should not be driving. I'm not, I'm not saying that you should be able to be driving while you are under the influence and impaired. What I'm saying is that we should have the same type of criteria spread across the board that we do for alcohol, that we do for other types of medications we take. You know, you can't get stoned on Vicodin and go drive a car. Well, you're not supposed to drive either. Well, it's the same thing. It should be for marijuana. You make it recreational. You can't drive if you're under the influence, and we have to have the same criteria for every type of vice like that, don't you think?
0: Well, I think so, and I I was wondering, have you you ever thought about becoming a judge?
1: (laughs) Well, actually, I did run, uh, I was running uh, several years ago in Farmington, but uh, we have two fine judges there, so I'm going to let them be judges. But I can tell you with your son, you know, one of the things that you have to be careful about is now that he has prior convictions on it, that if he has just one, we can talk about this, and we do talk about this many different times on the show with expungements, you have one conviction, you can get it expunged. I don't care if it's for a felony or for a misdemeanor, as long as it's not a couple things. It's not a life felony like murder one or arson, something like that. If it's not a sexual-related offense, and if it's not a traffic-related offense like drunk driving, something like that. Other than that, you, if you have one conviction... You can try to get it expunged and off your record if you've had five years between the time that you actually got the conviction and now. As long as you have nothing else on your record, then you call, said one eight hundred seventy one hundred law That's one eight hundred seventy one hundred five two nine. And basically, we will try to clear your record. And in this case, it's not really about clearing your record of drug offenses so people don't see that you had that. It's not so much about that. It's about not being branded a criminal for the rest of your life for a mistake you might have made like Johnson's kid at 17 and have it brand him when he's 45 years old as some kind of drug abuser on marijuana that could be legal. I mean, come on. It could keep him from getting a job and taking care of his family for something he did 20 years ago that now might be legal. It's insane. It's insane. I'm not talking about sex offenders, maybe that they molested an 8-year-old and we want to make sure that they're tracked throughout their life for 25 years. I'm not talking about that. That's a different subject. We can get to that some point. I'm talking about simple crimes that can be legal, that stop you from employment, that stop you from being able to get jobs in the future, that stop you from being treated like a proper citizen in this country because of something that happened, say, 20 years ago that now might even be legal. You want to join this conversation, you call us at 248-848-1130. That's 248-848-1130. You know, when you talk about these kind of vices, though, you get people that abuse it. I mean, just the other day in Palm Bay, Florida, a mother was arrested for drunk driving while in the bus loop at the elementary school. Now, if you can't be stupid enough to not drink in the middle of the day, don't drink in the middle of the day, and then go try to pick your kid up at school. I mean, I hate to tell you. I mean, I've done this for 20 years practicing criminal law, and I've had many, many clients that have used that kind of bad or criminal judgment to drink during the day and go pick up their kid at school. I mean, it's just it's it's a, it's such a silly thing to do in terms of your judgment. If you're going to drink and pickle yourself, go stay in your house. I mean, that's my opinion. Don't leave your house. Don't get in a vehicle. But if you definitely don't go pick up your kid at school. Only buses usually pull into this bus loop in this elementary school. The police say the 38-year-old drove her car down the stretch and bumped into a van. So not only did she go and go try to pick up her kid at school, she hit a van. When police arrived at the scene at 2.30 in the afternoon, they obviously found the fender bender. She tested her blood alcohol level was 0.24, where in Michigan that's basically three times the legal limit, 300% over the legal limit, and clearly arrested her. She was 5'4", she was picking up her kid. You know, obviously there's a place and time for everything. You know when you're going to pick up your kid up at school. If you had anything to drink, you got to go find someone else to do it. And now, unfortunately, she's sitting in the county jail. But people use that as an argument against legalizing marijuana. Well, they do. They say, hey, people are going to abuse it the way people abuse alcohol. Well, that might be true. Someone might get stoned and jump into a vehicle. You know, let's face it. We've had train operators and engineers that will be found after the accident to have been under the influence of alcohol or drugs. But you can't tell me that there are more times that someone has caused accidents because they've been stoned on marijuana than where they've been drunk. Now, that might be because alcohol is legal for recreational use. I'll grant you that. But you show me a statistic that's going to say that you are less likely to do something well if you're drunk or if you're stoned. And then I might agree with you, maybe we shouldn't have recognized uh, recreational marijuana. You call me at 248-848-1130. That's 248-848-1130. Because I'm telling you right now, in this state of Michigan, you mark my words. What is today? You mark my words. On August 28th, 2010, within five years, we are going to have a complete shift in this state about the views on medical marijuana and recreational use of marijuana. Within five years, our state is either going to vote recreational use of marijuana, like Colorado or like some of these other states are considering, or we are going to drastically relax how we're doing medical marijuana, whether it's having you know, uh, taxable farms that are growing marijuana in the state or even in specific cities that are much more realistic about what you need to grow a state with new types of economy, with new agricultural products like perhaps marijuana or supporting types of technologies with it. I mean, there will be cities that do that. It might be Detroit. It could be Monroe. It might be some up north podunk town that nobody's heard of, and now they become the the growing capital of the state. But you mark my words, that is exactly what's going to be happening in this state. We got Tom on line too. Tom, what do you got to say about that?
2: Yeah, I, I just tuned in a few minutes ago, and just uh, the, the whole marijuana legalized marijuana issue. As far as I'm concerned, is political. Uh, it's it's very difficult to tax marijuana because anybody can grow it in their backyard. Uh, it, it's it's difficult to control, so therefore the government makes it illegal.
1: Yeah, but you know, in the 1920s, you could uh, produce alcohol. You had the the you know, the the homemade distilleries. Then they they had all you, that.
2: Yeah, but you can still you can still make a certain amount of. Uh, of alcoholic spirits on your own in your basement if you want legally. But you can't go out and sell it.
1: I don't know if anybody wants to drink it.
2: <laughs> that's well I've said it's pretty good homemade beer.
1: Yeah, but you know, listen, we got the microbreweries, right? You got a little place that's a little bar down the street and they can make their own beer.
2: Yeah, but it's licensed.
1: Well that's have my to, point. They
2: have, to, they have that's what I'm saying. If 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 there was a way that the government could Adequately uh, control and the, the the production and distribution of
1: of marijuana,
2: it would be illegal tomorrow. it would be legal tomorrow. Pardon me.
1: So you the think reason, it's all you think it's all political?
2: Absolutely. The reason it's illegal is because they can't tax it. And and there's there's I don't I don't feel I feel alcohol and I'm no teetotaler. I drink my share of, of beer and occasional silver bullets, but I don't feel that alcohol is. Uh, I feel it's actually worse than than marijuana. Why? If you want to get, you know, if you want to get. Why do you think it's worse? Well, it'll affect you longer, it'll affect you more radically, and it's easier to get into your system. Um, marijuana, you know, people, I don't, I don't, I I just, I just feel it's, uh, the the marijuana should be, should be legal. They, um, they have, they have other drugs which are legal, which are way more way more powerful, do a lot more damage. In fact, uh, all you have to do is listen to the drug commercials on television, listen to some of the disclaimers, and and you wonder why anybody would ever take them, even the ones that are common. Uh, but they're legal because they are tightly controlled and taxed and regulated by the government, and you can't do that very easily with marijuana. Therefore, they make it illegal.
1: Thanks That's for your call, to but in-
2: I mean that's
0: the only reason. Yeah, what I'm saying, uh, politicians to see that we have an alternative to the than uh, to the worst drug there is. Albert, I right? An and that's that's I have heard no one say that. Why not? Why should they not have?
1: Oh, we we lost Albert. Yeah, you know Albert. Hey, listen, call back. I I wanted to hear what you had to say on that. Yeah, I mean, listen, there is, you have an alternative to the alcohol. I mean, marijuana is an alternative to alcohol, but it really gets back to, to, do you believe that we should have, there's people that think we should not legal any vices. That we should not legalize any vices. Gambling, alcohol, pot, any kind of drugs. Anything that can change the way you feel or think. I mean, that's really the way it is in terms of those type of, Medical types of vices. You talk about other types of vices, whether it's prostitution, gambling. I mean, those are things that are going in your system, but clearly, you know, in a uh, lifelong uh, look at those, would say those would be necessarily vices done in a certain way. We have gambling from gambling on the NCAA tournament. I mean, is that really a vice? We've got gambling down in uh, uh, the casinos downtown where people spend their their SSI monies because they want to try to make it rich. Is that a vice? Doesn't it really come down to your adult choices of what you want to do with your body and your money? I mean, doesn't it really come down to that? I mean, why is it that it's okay to have a pool for the Super Bowl at work for five bucks, why is that okay? Why is that not prosecuted? But illegally, without getting the proper certification and license, it's not okay to go bet on the gam uh, to bet on a card game that you bring in uh, in uh, the local Detroit bar. You know, you gotta have certain legalization of that. You gotta have certain certification. You gotta have a certain license to do it. Why is one okay and not the other? Now you think that's not political? It's exactly what Tom was talking about. It's that it's the taxing of it. It's the licensing of it. It's the money gained from it. So you should bring in marijuana underneath that legalization, that same entity that's legalizing the Establishments for alcohol, for gambling, out in Vegas for prostitution. And you should bring marijuana under that, guys, so that you can regulate it, so you can control it, you can control who's doing it, who's using it, and the kind of money we can make from it. And don't let it go federal. Holy cow. Let it stay in your state. Let your state make money of it. Because that's who should control it. Let's get the feds out of our pocketbook. And let's get our money to stay in our state to help our schools and our roads. And basically use that money just like they do from any type of tobacco tax, gas tax, to be able to use it within the state. You disagree with me, you call me at 248-848-1130. That's 248 848 1130. Because I tell you, I've had, I don't know, I, I mean, it's more than hundreds. It's got to be a thousand people over the last couple of years that I've represented that have just basically wanted to use marijuana for recreational purposes. And they got caught up in this whole mess of legalities with the cops that it basically the cops try to ruin their life over. And it's just a bunch of... Some people just smoke marijuana. I mean, it's just, it's so ridiculous that we use our monies and our county and state funds to prosecute this. I don't mean the ones that are dealing drugs in the schools. Don't give me that argument. That's not what I'm talking about. Trying to get the drug dealers some, our playgrounds. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying there is good use of our law enforcement personnel. To stop dealing drugs, just like dealing alcohol to the kids, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about an adult who wants to smoke marijuana and gets turned in by his brother-in-law because his brother-in-law is pissed about something. Didn't loan him the car, didn't pay him back the uh, 50 bucks he owes, so he turns his brother-in-law because he's, you know, got some marijuana grown in his backyard. That's what I'm talking about. That is a waste of our Government funds that come right out of my pocket, in your pocket. That's what I'm talking about. One main thing I tell you is that we got to stop the waste of funds in this state, wasting it on things that just don't matter. One of the things that we got to be able to protect against is waste and abuse. And that is what is one of the things we need in a new government here in Michigan. Yeah, I don't care who gets in. I don't care which is a Democrat or a Republican. You get someone in there that's going to protect us from governmental waste. Stop wasting our funds. Stop wasting our money. That is for sure. Bruce, what do you got to say about that? Hello? Yeah, Bruce, can you hear me? Yeah, am I on? Yeah, you got. you got 20 seconds. What do you got to say about that?
2: Uh, I think marijuana is a sacred plant. They call it a weed because it grows so easily, and uh, we should just be able to grow it. I, I think the benefit will come when we don't, the uh, federal government doesn't pay all these millions of dollars a year for police to bust people because that's why they're doing it.
1: Well, that is for sure that they spend so much time and money busting it. I'm not so sure it's a sacred plant. i got to think about that. It sort of looks like a star. But uh, you got to think about whether it's sacred. It grows like a weed. It is weed. Should we make it legal? When well, you come think about that, and you go online and you can blog with me at Weinbergonthelaw.com, or you listen to us nationally on Talkzone.com, and we'll talk about it every week, not just about that, but all your legal rights. Talk to me because I tell you, we, if we don't talk about it, if we don't start protecting ourselves from government control, we will be exactly that. We will be controlled by our government. Oh, you might think it's Big Brother. Uh-uh, no way. This is Scott Weinberg, and I'm your attorney, and I'm here to protect you. You can call me at 1-800-7100-LAW. That's one 800 7100 Have you or a loved one been arrested or charged with a crime? Do you want to stay out of jail and keep your record clean? Hi, I'm attorney Scott Weinberg, host of Crime Time Live, heard Saturday mornings 11 to 12 noon on 1310 WDTW. Call my office anytime to protect your rights at 1-800-NO-JAIL-1 or go to our website at 1-800-NO-JAIL-1.com. We have payment plans for everyone's budget. There should never be a price on protecting your rights. Call 1-800-NO-JAIL-1. On right now.